The death of Flacco, the Eurasian eagle owl who escaped the Central Park Zoo last year, has devastated the city's birding community. The Wildlife Conservation Society reported that he appeared to have collided with a building on West 89th Street on Friday. And it has raised questions once again about what we can do to try to make New York City a safer place for birds. For more, we are joined by Dr. Dustin Partridge, New York City Audubon's Director of Conservation and Science. Welcome. Hi, David. Thank you. Flocko is one of the most famous birds to die in a building collision, certainly not the only one. Roughly how many birds suffer a similar fate each year, and what exactly is causing it? Right. So at New York City Audubon, our data demonstrate that uh, up to, uh, to 250,000 birds die due to collisions each year in New York City. And that's even bigger across North America. So it's, it's likely over a billion birds. It's, it's currently one of the biggest threats that birds face. Now, in urban areas, this is really due to two things, two lethal factors that are at play. For most part, it's, it's migratory birds. A lot of migratory birds pass through the city and pass through urban areas. And most migratory birds fly at night. They're migrating at night. That light that comes from the city at night is very attractive to birds. It pulls birds in. They, they change their, their flight paths and they move towards the city. Some of them collide due to that light at night. Others are stuck as the uh, sun comes up and they are within this kind of matrix of glass and concrete. And glass is lethal. To a bird, they're, you know, when, they're, when they're bouncing around the city in the morning after migrating from pretty far away, looking for a place to forage or rest, they see a reflection in a window, hmm. and to them that reflection is real. They don't, they don't realize that there's glass there. Or in some cases, there's a fly-through condition where there's glass is present, but birds can't perceive it's there, and they go to fly through it. And when they collide, it often results in death. I mean, glass is present. There's a lot of glass present in New York City. So what can developers do to uh, limit the amount of collisions into their buildings? And how can older buildings get retrofitted to help with this problem? Yeah, so New York City Audubon, along with several partners, was able to get past Local Law 15 back in 2020. And what that law does is that going forward, all new buildings within New York City have to have bird-safe glass installed in the lower 75 feet of the building or over a green roof. Those areas where, where most collisions occur. And that's great. So going forward, we're going to have a much more bird-safe city. Those buildings that are going to be bird-friendly, they can still do more. They can still turn their lights out or adjust lighting to be downward-facing or capped. But it doesn't address anything to do with the, the building stock of the million buildings that are across New York City that don't have bird-safe glass. Yeah. And in those cases, there's a really good solution. There are films that are available that are really easily applied. You can, you can put them on the exterior surface of a building. And when I say a film, it's not exactly a film. It's more of like picture a little sticker that, that can go on the external surface that are spaced out about two inches by two inches. They can be applied, and what they do is they let birds know that there's something there. They break up that reflection. They break up that fly-through condition. What can apartment dwellers do in their own buildings to make things safer for birds? Yeah, so it's something to consider getting the building together and talking about a bird-friendly retrofit. So think about things that you could do to make your building more bird-safe, applying those films in areas that are, are adjacent to vegetation, the lower stories. Also consider talking about doing lights out, either getting a full program out going and turning your lights out during migration. So in this area, it's April and May for spring migration, and it's about mid-August to mid-November for, for fall migration. And turn your lights out or close your blinds between 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. to stop attracting those birds into the city and leading collisions.
something that would be very helpful is to call a your city council member. Let them know that you support a citywide lights out initiative, which is currently being considered by city council. Do you have any other tips for city residents to help us uh, think about and care for our, our the birds that fly through the city all the time? Yeah, so this, this may not uh, be what you expect, but go birding. Go out and enjoy nature. Hmm. Get out there and, and engage with the birds, just like Flacco was able to do. Uh, Flacco was a, a major contribution to conservation because he got people outside. When you go out and you're enjoying nature, it's good for people. It's good for you. It's healthy. Also, bring a friend. We need more people to be engaging, connecting with wildlife because New York City has amazing wildlife. Also, if you're so inclined, after you engage with, with the amazing wildlife of the city and you want to do more, there are opportunities to volunteer. Uh, we're currently approaching migration season, uh, which also coincides with many of the collisions in New York City. And there are opportunities to volunteer to be a collision monitor, to transport injured birds. Uh, we can do that through New York City Audubon's website. We have a couple of trainings coming up as to how to volunteer and take part in that. Dr. Dustin Partridge, New York City Audubon's Director of Conservation and Science, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me.